Oh, hey, folks. I'm Dave Holmes. Welcome to International Waters, the transatlantic panel show that pits American and British comedians against each other in a pop culture battle royale. We are taping this on July 3rd. Tomorrow, we are preparing to wish our nation a happy birthday, Mm -hmm. but kind of the way you wish... Uh, a happy birthday to your 14-year-old son mm-hmm. who's being kind of a dick, yeah. who said he hated you this morning, yeah. Yeah. spends a lot of time in his room with the door closed and strange smells coming out. Right. You know what I mean? I feel like our country's in prison and we're wishing you a happy birthday. Like, we're not happy with where you're at right now, no. but we want you to know we care. Yeah, we're still here. Happy birthday. <laughs> we got to do this. We're, we're still behind leaving, you. We're not leaving, but we're disappointed. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, you're listening to International Waters. for the country whose old man is a dust man and wears a dust man's hat. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. It's former International Waters head writer, Sarah Morgan. Hello. How are you, Sarah? Oh, it's it's hot. Is it really? To key into our uh, stereotypes, it is, there's a lot of weather talk going on here. It is is boiling. Oh my goodness. It's so hot. Okay, it's yeah. like you can't imagine the heat it is. It's it's literally around eighty degrees. You know, it's oh, crazy, cool. unimaginable heat. You oh. guys could only Jesus. Are you okay? Yeah. No. Okay. No, we're, yeah, we're you don't sound very badly. You sound wilted. Uh, uh, yeah. It's going to be one hundred and seven degrees here this weekend. Uh, also playing for the country that wears core blimey trousers and lives in a council flat. What what the fuck am I even saying? <laughs> Comedian it's and writer crazy. for the Mash Report, Tom Neenan. Welcome back, Tom Neenan. Hello. Thank you so much for having me back. Yeah, it's too hot. It's way too. I mean. Compared to probably where you are, you'd describe it as clement. Mm-hmm. Here, Cardigan it is, weather, yeah. where you are. It's, we're, we're living in actual hell at oh, the minute, yeah. so uh, thanks for inviting us into an air-conditioned studio. Uh, how are you coping? Badly. Yeah. Oh, so badly. Yeah. yeah I'm, wearing, I'm wearing a hat for the first time in, I think, like three years. It's, it's extreme, wow. all the measures it's I'm It's a dustman's to. hat. Weirdly. Exactly, I mean, yeah. <laughs> he was furious. <laughs> <laughs> so, Team UK, I need you to come up with a buzz-in word that you feel best represents your great nation at this moment in time. I had a thought based on the weather at the moment, yeah. which is the only good thing about the weather being what it is, is that London is, is teeming with crumpet. Everyone is everyone is looking gorgeous in a slightly fleshy, burnt mm-hmm. kind of way. There's a lot of limbs and things out that aren't normally out in public. And yeah, London's hot so, to trot. And crumpet, I think, crumpet. is a lovely word. So crumpet meaning sort of- flesh? Uh, crumpet is it's a kind of a 60s word. It they is. use it a lot in the carry-on films. It mainly applied to women, but I think it can apply to, to all genders. It is a uh, it just means totty. Uh, hang on, that's worse. What? Yeah, another way of saying crumpet. General, and I don't feel like it discriminates by by gender. It's yeah. just general kind of se- a sexy, a sexy aura. person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. A sexy crumpet. person. But it's I also it was the, a the ba- Yeah, me yeah, too. Yeah, it's also a baked good. Oh, yeah, okay, like, okay. A, like an English muffin <laughs> kind of thing, but with holes in it. Interesting. It holds a lot of butter. Yeah, yeah, now I'm in. buttering your crumpets. Well, now I'm turned on. Crumpet it is. Let's move on. Playing for the nation that sat on its vinyl couch in shorts and is now just stuck there. Mm -hmm. It's one of Comedy Central's comics to watch and the star of his own Nerdist sketch series, Daniel Van Kirk. Hello. Welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here. I love it. Good. It's a good thing to start out in the morning. It makes me happy. Yeah. Yeah. Start your day off with some international hilarity. I know. Uh, How's your summer? 
It's going very well. I recently got back from my family's 75th annual family reunion. That's oh, wow. Astonishing. Yeah, yeah. We, my family in 1943 was like, the world's at war. Let's get together. Wow. <laughs> it still is. Yeah, and still is. And still is. So uh, we've been doing that. It has all the same traditions, the egg toss, the water balloon toss, the hula hoop contest. <laughs> wow. Bubblegum blowing Amazing. contest. Holy Everybody cow. brings a dish to pass. It's around 200 people. Holy shit. Yeah. Do you know everyone's name? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. yeah. It's I've been I've done it almost every year of my life. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I love it. It's a good time. We've in, recently incorporated a bounce house, so okay. things have really gone up in the van. Ramped Kirk up. Yes. Oh, wow. the yeah. Love it. We call them bouncy castles. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and that's exactly and what it was. Mind you, yeah. we have a monarchy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also playing for the U.S. You're for welcome. her scripted <laughs> comedy soap opera podcast, Gossip, now available on Stitcher. It's Allison Raskin. Hello. Hi. Thank you for having me. How's your summer going? It's going pretty good. I just got back from a family trip, too. Uh, we, it was my grandparents' 65th wedding anniversary. Nice. So, wow. Not nice. quite as impressive, but uh, it's pretty it's impressive. It's almost yeah. there, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's amazing. It's very impressive. Team US, what's your buzzing word? I don't, I, I feel like it's the way our country is right now. Embarrassing? Yeah, maybe? I was going to go, ouch. Yeah. yeah. So every ouch time works. I turn around, yeah. I'm like, ouch. Yeah, okay. That yeah. hurts. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It all hurts. I was thinking just dying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not that it's too bleak, although it is. Yeah, it yeah. is. Uh, I will accept either ouch or dying. I leave honestly. it to you, my friend. Let's go with ouch. Let's okay. go with ouch. Cool. Ouch versus crumpet. We're going to start the show with a little pop culture warm-up we like to call What's the Story? You'll be awarded two points for correct answers, one point for answers that are wrong but make me laugh. If you don't know what I mean by that, don't worry, it rarely happens. Buzz in with your buzz in words when you know the answer. Question number one, wall news. We're starting with everyone's favorite kind of news, wall news. Wall news can be good, like the fall of the Berlin Wall. Or it can be bad, like the sentient egg falling off of one and dying. But this wall news is just no fucking dumb. He never never, says it's... It's never said, he never said it was an egg. Yeah. Oh, that's, well, but I mean, we've seen him, and he looks like an egg. Right? So that's an That's true. Uh, But this wall news is just the worst. Uh, A mural has gone up in L.A. that people can only stand next to if what? Ouch. Yes. Is that how it works? No one explained this game to me. Oh, yeah. That's how you buzz it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Influencers. You have to be verified or have a minimum 20,000 followers, I believe. Mm -hmm. They must have more than 20,000 followers on social media. It is a mural of a pink heart. With wings, it is guarded by a white tent and a security guard. Uh, it turns out to be a marketing stunt for an upcoming series, which we are no. not going to name mm-hmm. okay. um, because we don't want to. Uh, for That's a bonus smart. point, <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess it kind of is. I mean, yeah, it just enrages I was like, people. That's awful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for a bonus point, has there ever been a time when you acted all high and mighty and ended up feeling more than a little bit stupid? Yes, I thought that Hanson was girls. Oh, <laughs> and so you, and I remember you highly just and like, mightily. I was like, "Those are girls singing. You guys are idiots." Are we saying they're not? That's te- hang on. So hang on. <laughs> oh God! You know what? I just I'm going to interject. I was I was at a record store in 1986 or seven, uh, buying something. I don't remember what it was, but it was like new release day. It was a Tuesday, mm-hmm. and I went to the record store to get my physical copy of it. And being unloaded at that time was uh, the first album by Poison. Open up and say, ah, I believe. Or no, look what the cat dragged in. Yep. And, uh, and so the woman who was unloading the boxes, um, like, pulled out the thing and looked at it and then went up and showed me and, went like, pointed at it and said, that's man. That's man. Because, I mean, you know how pretty they look on the cover? That is man. That is man. 
these are these are men. Yeah, and I was like, no, no way. She's like, that's man. <laughs> so I've never been able to look at poison without thinking that's man. Anyway, anybody else? For a bonus point. Oh, I, I once very confidently walked up to the stage at a karaoke bar, believing everyone would want to, in the middle of summer, sing Silver Bells with me. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's nothing worse than being halfway through a karaoke song you don't want to sing and no yeah. one wants to hear. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I don't even know that song. You just keep going, Silver Bells. And the problem was, is I was once, years earlier, in a karaoke bar where someone chose to sing this to the perfect crowd because everyone would yell back silver bell yeah, like back and it was, it was probably beautiful. December. It was a, yes, and it was a beautiful back and forth. Yeah. I was like, this is gonna kill. It you killed can't me. Steal someone's karaoke song. No, I know, but you have I just to find it was your beautiful. own. I, I have Marshall Tucker band. Oh, can't which? you see? Can't see. Yeah, yeah. Nice. That's where I'm at now. I did the same in Key West at a, uh, a karaoke bar with a very deep catalog. Uh, there was a Frank Zappa song that I enjoyed, and then I I, I set, signed up. And late in the night, when everyone was like super mm-hmm. drunk, I got up and I was like, "This is going to be perfect." And then I remembered that it's like seven and a half minutes and largely spoken word, <laughs> and like, and I couldn't bail. <laughs> so that you're was looking bad. at the DJ, be like, "Yeah, me yeah out, honestly, give me, me the light. Give me the light." UK, <laughs> have you ever been wrong? Uh, I've never been high and mighty. Oh, no. I've been. There was... I'm very low status. As well. <laughs> but so humble, hugely low yeah, status. Yeah. I'm the best at being low status. <laughs> um, I was in a pub once with uh, two ladies and a, a guy. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Don't want to brag, guys. That's just my normal <laughs> life. And uh, a guy bowed up to us and was like, "I want to buy one of you bitches a drink." <gasps> and I got very British and I got very high pitched. And I said, "These <laughs> women have not invited you to say this, and you're being very aggressive." Yeah, he was one of their brothers. That's <laughs> oh the boy. <laughs> yeah. Well. At least it was in the service of, uh, you good. know, yeah. uh, a <laughs> higher you. consciousness. Thanks, Tom. Sure. <laughs> Points all around. Thanks for being an ally. I'm an ally. <laughs> Thanks That's, for being an ally. Yeah. That's what I am, guys. Question number two. In speaking okay. of high and mighty news, authorities mm. in Indiana have made a major set of drug busts following a series of traffic stops. Included in the contraband collected are ecstasy pills in the shape of what? Crumpet. Yep. UK. Uh, I'm just going to guess uh, and say what's kind of uh, M&M's. No. <laughs> no. Round, yeah, round, round shape. They've gone controversial. I mean, I bet they are. No, no. With a creamy center, no. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. I'm just going to guess a penis. Oh, you're close. Really? Uh, uh, crumpet. There yeah. Goes. A vagina? Yeah, you're far now. Oh. oh. <laughs> a penis? <laughs> well, there goes my guess on Flintstone vitamins. Yeah. yeah. That's close to close, yeah. This does. I feel like I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to like get across the bridge. What is close to a penis, but far <laughs> from a vagina. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what walks on two legs in the morning? Um, uh, just uh, balls. Yeah. No. A snake. Donald Trump. Ooh. Oh, Donald Trump. I see what you did there. Yeah. Okay. Close yeah. to a dick. Yeah. Uh, well, that's but far from a vagina. Th- those should only be shaped in the drugs that are uh, downers. Though. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. He is, no, yeah. yeah. Well, a supply of orange pills with the uh, with the admitted sexual <laughs> predator's face on one side, and the phrase "great again" on the back were seized. This is not the first time the uh, frequent violator of the emoluments clause has been featured in the drug world. Uh, 5,000 MDMA pills confiscated in northern Germany last year with his face on them. Also, of course, the frequent purchases of Cheetos by people high on just your <laughs> legal weed. By the way, I'm doing um, bulletproof coffee with a little bit of uh, CBD oil in the morning. Oh, yeah? How's that going? Studio City Speedball is what I call it. And it's fantastic. <laughs> Life-changing. Is, is bulletproof coffee the stuff with butter in? It's the stuff with the butter mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's butter great. Butter your coffee. Yeah. Butter wow. your coffee. A yeah. little bit of yeah, CBD oil. 
Yeah. Wouldn't, Makes for a good day. Well, wouldn't you, uh, if your drug dealer gave you any sort of your drug purchase in the form of Donald Trump, wouldn't you pass? I think I would absolutely I'd be like, yeah. pass. Do not incorporate my high into the, I'm trying to yeah. get away, man. Yeah, this is yeah. my escape. Yeah. It's yeah. better on toilet paper. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. <laughs> Yeah, so and I also it comes with an instant come down. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's literally Blue Monday the yeah. second you take it. Gross. <laughs> Let's recap those scores after round one. The U.S. has four. The U.K. has two. <gasps> woo woo! Now it's time for a round we're calling hashtag Wet Hot International Summer. Now this episode will drop in the middle of August when the humidity will reach its peak and the summer movie season is just starting to dwindle. When the multiplex just isn't giving it up anymore, it's time to turn to the cheapest entertainment known to man. Good old fashioned doing it. That's why I'm asking you for your best summer blockbuster-themed pickup lines. So you could say something like, we're going to need a bigger bed. Or there's a a great (laughs) disturbance in these pants. Or, hey, I just saw Jurassic World. Do you want to have sex? You can do better than that. We know it. So buzz in with your summer cinema chat-up lines starting uh, now. Ouch. Yeah. Where we're going, we don't need clothes. Oh, Oh, I like that. (laughs) I like that a lot. Thanks. I worked all night on that. I'm just joking. Crumpet. Yep. Uh, my lovemaking is like Deadpool 2 and that it's funny, but it lacking in female characterization. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's some really good deaths. Yeah. <laughs> Great. And a Brad Pitt cameo. Maybe. Oh, really? uh, Crumpet, tonight we celebrate your In My Pants Dance Day. <laughs> yes. Two points for that one. <laughs> Just because uh, I, I, I see you showed your work and it was you went through a lot. <laughs> Ouch. Yep. Hold on to our butts. Yes. <laughs> Ouch. Yes. Yes. I'd love to invite you and seven of your friends into my ocean. No. I don't know. You will I need to explain to be something. Oh, the ocean's eight. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah. I like it. And you I know what? tried yeah. to do ocean as like an innuendo. I, I love know. it more. The more you explain Thank it, you. I love it. I'm yeah. not joking. I, in my mind, the pickup line is still going on. Yeah, you no, I'm I mean? still explaining it to yeah. whoever I'm hitting on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, those are the best. Crumpet. Uh, hold on, oh, wait. Sorry. UK. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so this summer I'm uh, I'm going to be enjoying X-Men, which is Roman numerals for 10 men. <laughs> oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Cast a wide net. Why not? Are yeah. you an Avenger? Because I want to be your Infinity Whore. Infinity Whore. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Yes. I'm willing to get weird those with a person the, I'm comfortable with, yeah. as long as we all consent. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Ouch. Yes, U.S. Are you in the eighth grade? Oh yes, that's it. Because the yeah. movie Eighth Grade. And then, and then to be clear, if the answer is yes, right. then I'm into yeah. it. Oh, oh, no. oh, see, that's where you lose me, Allison. That's where you lose I'm me. I misunderstood my character. <laughs> UK. Uh, off the back of uh, the other one. Um, are you an Avenger? Because in the morning you're going to be Thor. Oh shit! I have oh, that. That's good. That's a lispy pickup line. Oh, lispy yeah. pick up. Joke twins. <laughs> Mine was all your blonde ass guardian super. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. The old lispy pickup. Something up. about Groot. I don't know. <laughs> something, something Groot. Well, that would work on yeah. me, but I can't accept it. Uh, all right, let's wrap that one up. And the scores are as uh, follows. The U.S. has nine. The U.K. has seven. <gasps> what a barn burner Ooh. we got here. Thank I didn't you. see that coming. Yeah, well... You should have. You should have. Oh. You all, y'all did great work. You truly did. <laughs> honestly, honestly. And you guys there, I know that you are. Uh, the the heat is uh, is packing a wallop in the UK, but you're really bringing it. Thank you all for being here. We'll Thanks, be right thanks. back with our next round after this break. Hello, I'm Oliver Wong, DJ, scholar, and journalist. And I'm Morgan Rhodes, music supervisor and stiletto devotee. And we host Heat Rocks, a podcast where we invite our favorite musicians, writers, 
and scholars to talk about the albums that have changed their lives. Morgan, what exactly is a heat rock? It's a record that's like hot fire, combustible. Basically, just a really, really good album. We've taken a deep dive into Nigerian funk from the 70s. He kind of had like a bad reputation in, in town as just being like a sketchy dude. <laughs> and he was just making music that for thousands of miles around him, he was the only person doing anything like that. 1980s teen comedy soundtracks. This soundtrack always felt the same to me as like when I would find a, a great blazer at a thrift store that I could, I was like, oh, this is going to be me now. We've talked about Prince, Boys to Men, Kendrick Lamar, and everything in between. Heat Rocks, every Thursday here on Maximum Fun. Welcome back. To international waters. I'm your host, Dave Holmes. With me here in the U.S. are Dan Van Kirk and Allison Raskin playing for the U.K., Sarah Morgan, Tom Neenan. Our next round is called Do Patronize Me. I think it's fair to say that the main reason anyone goes into the arts is for the money. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm raking it in on this podcast alone. <laughs> uh, I'm talking about all artists, comedians, writers, painters, dancers, etc. Uh, we're going to put our team's capitalism friendliness to the test as I ask you to pitch a niche art project to a well-known multinational corporation. Mm. Do you get it? Yes. Uh, Team US, you are up first. I would like you to imagine you are a pair of artists who make erotic pottery, various figurines, tableware, vases, all graphically heavy on the phallic and yonic. In an, in, y- yonic? <laughs> See, I don't even understand that word. That's how gay I am. Imagery. <laughs> you uh, also incorporate sex smells into your pieces, and you have to convince <laughs> world-renowned fast food chain KFC to sponsor you. Why should the colonel associate himself with your filthy crockery? You have two minutes, and they start now. Uh, I guess our main point of view is sex positivity. Sure, of you, course. You know, like, we, the world is changing. You know, the nude body is no longer something to be afraid of. Right. And what is the greatest loves other than food and and your body? <laughs> Right. I would also I would also dare to say that the average KFC customer, can we say, is a person of healthy weight, uh, mm-hmm. to put it in one way. So all of our work will <laughs> is not that, is be... That, is that a euphemism for unhealthy? <laughs> okay. All of our work will not just exemplify what is, quote unquote, the acceptable or perfect human body form. So we will have many areas of our pottery that uh-huh. showcases what... The average Body person, positivity. yeah. What the average person in Northern Illinois looks like when they bucker down for some KFC. When they bucker down, give <laughs> you a KFC and bucker me down. Yes, in Northern Illinois. Because when you're indulging in KFC, you're treating your body. Right. So we kind of want to like symbolize that and like really, yes, you know, let people know that their body is a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think also for us, I would also like to say that we would like to, if I can be so bold, to bring a Rubenesque element sure. to our to, we, we want a, a full figured fallacy mm-hmm. uh-huh. uh, and also incorporate the smell yeah as well sure because if you're going to be appreciating a beautiful male genitalia mm-hmm. why not smell some gravy from what? KFC <laughs> some delicious gravy yes. it's the, a little bit a like little when you see gravy. we wanted to kind of get to a point where like when you see you know a penis you're thinking about KFC yeah. Right. You know, so actually it's sort of like we're tricking them into it. Yeah. Already do. They've already, already KFC's already gotten away from the word chicken. Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. go farther away. Yeah. It's yeah. just Let's C. Go, and Sex C could be C O C K. Sure could. Yeah. There's two C's in that word. <laughs> well, your time is up, my friends. You gave me a lot to think about. Uh, yes, here's $750,000. We'll take it. Wonderful. Um, all right, Team UK, I need you mm. to imagine that you are a performance art duo. 
Your work involves the slaughter of animals and movement of bodies, and it's a comment on borders. Your pieces often last up to 20 hours, could take place in art galleries or sheds or Marfa, Texas. Mm -hmm. Why should the candy brand M&M's sponsor you starting now? Um, yes, so yeah. this is our like uh, performance art piece for M&M's. Okay, you'll do you remember the adverts for M&M's where J.K. Simmons and it is him. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, we all think he's got some integrity, but actually he's the yellow M&M. Um, you know, he's always talking about like, oh, the woman comes home and he's like, are you going to eat me now? So like M&M's kind of play with that whole thing about like what is acceptable to eat and what isn't acceptable to eat. And similarly, like we want to play with that in terms of like flesh and the kind of flesh that you can eat and the kind of flesh that you can't eat. And we think that the brand synergy with our dancers and the kind of rotting flesh with the M&Ms <laughs> is, uh, is something that, that I think you'll really respond to. It's just occurred to me that no one, because this is an audio medium, that no one can see the dance I'm doing that accompany these words. It's amazing. It's, it's like, I've like, it. sort of done like a maypole dance with a string of sausages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you know what I mean. It's extraordinary. And, and I'm a mime as well, so. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> So while so you're demonstrating and you're, you're kind of, you know, you're weaving these, you're basically, it's like, it's like body poetry that we're seeing here. Okay. And, uh, and you know how like the M&M, the fun is that within the casing is the nut. And we're all about like stripping away all external kind of trappings and getting to the nut, which I suppose is like the skeleton. Okay. If that makes sense. Okay. Yeah? Your, your time is up. Uh, you will receive a one-year supply of M&M's dark chocolate and mint only. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Pure yeah. victory right there. That's so almost worse than not getting one. anything. We've got M&M's world in Leicester Square and it only sells two kinds of M&M's. Yeah, yeah. That <laughs> is not a world then. That is just a no, store. A that is a world. store. They've got all the uh, M&M's in various tubes of all different colors. But yeah. the colors don't change the flavor. No, so don't. I don't know what <laughs> what you get out of that really. Well, you get a nice display. If you get one yeah, of their yeah, like, yeah, you know, too. their branded holders then and you can do yeah. levels and strata, you know. Tom, you've changed my you changed my life forever because I will now think of every peanut M&M as the peanut being the skeleton yeah. of the M&M. <laughs> yeah. Yummy bones. When you like bite it in half and mm. then you just get that, oh, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. like biting into a cow. Mm. Definitely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's still pushing it. <laughs> yeah. I'm convinced myself now, yeah. <laughs> Points all around. At the end of that round, the scores are as follows. The USA has a number of points that's being tabulated right now. Uh, Eleven. As a matter of fact, the UK has nine. Now it's time for a round. It's brand new. It's called Is It Hurt? The round which asks you, is it hurt? Okay. Take a listen to this. I hurt myself today to see if I still feel. Okay. All right. Did we need a third version of this? Uh, well... That's a good question. Because I think it's hurt. As we dive in, that is indeed hurt. Originally recorded by Johnny Cash in 2002. So I have mm-hmm. eight boxes arrayed in front of me, as you can see. Okay. They are numbered one to eight. In several of these boxes is a recording of the song Hurt. In some of the boxes are different songs. I'm going to ask each of you to choose a box and then tell me whether you think that box contains Hurt or a different song. If you are right, you get a point. Ooh. Hang on. You didn't call this round Feel or No Feel. I'm offended. Oh, Oh, wow. Yeah, that would have been good. That would have been good. Oh, well. Uh, You should be writing for us. To be fair, this is luck. Yes. (laughs) No one else is using some strategy that I'm not aware of. No. Oh, pure luck. So get rid of my strategy. Okay, let's get rid of it. Yeah, check it out the window. (laughs) Dan Van Kirk, you're up first. Choose a box from one to eight. Three. Three. Now take a deep breath. Is it hurt? 
Inside the Box. Yes. Okay. I think this is her. Yeah, that's Hurt by Leona Lewis. Yeah! Yes, point to you. Point to you. That was so thrilling. It was pretty cool. <laughs> uh, okay. Sarah Morgan, choose okay. a box. Oh, um, what do we have? Uh, 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 eight, please. Eight. I was yeah. Is it Hurt? Is it not Hurt? Ah, you have to get, let her guess. <laughs> not, not her? <laughs> okay. Well, well you have correctly guessed that that was not her. That was, in fact, Shiny Happy People by Ari. I, I was mm. going to say not yeah. Okay, Allison Raskin, you're up next. Four. Four. Hurt or not hurt? Not hurt. Let's hear it. Yes! It's kind of hurt, but oh, it's no! not. But I mean, by the official rules mean? of the game, it is not hurt. So yes! point to you. I nice. this. Tom Neenan. Tom Neenan. Right. Uh, we haven't had one yet. We have not. Hurt. Indeed, Tom Neenan, you got a point. That was hurt by Johnny Cash. All right, now we go through one more time because it's working great. (laughs) Okay. Dan Van Kirk. Number seven. Number seven. Hurt or not hurt? We'll go not hurt. Let's hear it. Yeah, that was uh, that is hurt. That is Eric Whitaker and the Eric Whitaker Singers, whoever the fuck they are. Haunted dolls. I did not like that. Yeah, Yeah, that was uh, that was real creepy. And I already see the trailer to the shitty horror movie. That That felt like Enya after a worse breakup. Yes. Like like a fifteen yeah. certificate horror film, I've never yeah. like, like not a good horror. film. What's the? Yeah. I don't know whether a PG thirteen or whatever horror film, like a shit one. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, Happy That's Death Day or whatever. Yeah. yeah, April Fools or whatever. Anyway, yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh, Sarah Morgan, you're up next. Oh God, what have I got? Uh, six, please. Six. Hurt or not hurt? Hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps the least hurt song ever written that was You Got a Friend in Me by Randy Newman. No points for you. Alison Raskin. Has seven been claimed? Seven has been claimed. Oh, right. Good job. Um, Has two or three? Two has not. I I love two. Two it is. Hurt or not hurt? Um, It is going to be hurt. I hurt myself. Yep. Today, I'm right. You're right. Oh, I still That's don't hurt. know what the song That's sounds hurt. like. Well, <laughs> man, you're amazing. You're amazing at this thing that requires no skill at all. Uh, that is Camille O'Sullivan. Way also, to go! Don't know who that is? Woo! Oh, woo uh, Finally, Tom Neenan. Was it five left? Five is left. Good on. Okay, uh, so I'm gonna say uh, hurt. Yep. <laughs> Yes, indeed. That was a very bass-heavy uh, version of Hurt by Two Cellos. Yes. I'm never going to be able to recognize this song. Yeah, I know. It's really, you can interpret it a lot of different ways, and none of them are happy. Uh, at the end of Hurt, or No Hurt, oh, yeah. our scores go like this. Uh, the U.S. has 13, the U.K. has 12. We'll be right back with our final round after this. Hey, have you checked out the Max Fun Store recently? We've got a bunch of cool new stuff. For Bubble, we've got a t-shirt, buttons, and more. Reading Glasses fans will love their new library book-inspired shirt. And if you're a fan of beef, check back Friday for the debut of our Beef and Dairy Network merch. 
We've got all that and more from a ton of Max Fun shows you love. So go check out what we've got and buy yourself something fun at maxfunstore.com. Hey, welcome back. And so we go to our final round. Now, I know both teams have tried super hard. I have watched it with my own eyes and mm-hmm. ears. And I want you to know it's been as useless as space heaters in August because the winner of the final round will receive one million points. Yes. Whoa. This week could Whoa. prove to be decisive I'm in this game. genuinely shocked. Mm. Yep. <laughs> so this round is a new favorite of ours. It's called Who's the Who Now? Uh, in this <laughs> oversaturated media world, it is simply impossible to keep track of all the celebrities, influencers, verified Twitter users, celesbians, and employees of the month that just really put in a good hustle. For this round, we're going to list off some public figures from each of our respective nations that are likely too obscure to have made the jump to be household names on the other side of the Atlantic. We will then ask the other team to give us a quick biography of who they think that person is. Don't worry if you never heard of them. That is actually the whole point. I'm, uh, you're going to be judged on creativity. Mm-hmm. Team UK, you're a tiny bit behind. I'm going to have you go first. I'm okay. going to need, uh, I will read you these names one at a time. You give me your potted biography for each of them. And then when it's all over, you tell me what potted biography means. And then I'll tell you <laughs> who they really are. You ready? Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go. Joy Nash. She's famous for wearing spectacles. Yes. Um, uh, she's crisp. She's she's like sassy. She's like crisp oh, and sassy. She's got that catchphrase, but she's like uh uh uh, not today. Yeah, yeah. With her little glasses. And and, and, yeah. she, and she's famous for making calendars, which is why that's ironic. Uh, nice. Oh, I like yeah. that. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. She's a famous calendar making uh, webisode person. Yeah, great thing. Uh, Rachel yeah. Brosnahan. Uh, she's related to Piers Brosnahan. Yeah, she's <laughs> yes. stammering to her of the Bond. Film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's a um a fe- she's the female James Bond. Yeah. she's Jane Bond. Uh, and uh, double O. Uh... What's the gender opposite of seven? <laughs> seven. Fourteen. <laughs> du- yeah, double O fourteen. Yeah. Uh, and she always sleeps. Get this with men. Ooh, <laughs> fascinating. Mm. Mike. Yeah. Mike Coulter. Mike Coulter is a, a a baseball and basketball player. Nice. He mm. plays the off field in both. Um, okay. And I don't think either he... of those. Sports have that, but okay. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and boxing, basketball, basketball, and boxing. He's he's, an, he's a triple threat. <laughs> yeah, um, all of these. of them because is a threat as well because he brings his baseball bat into the boxing ring. Yeah, um, and uh, you can get a little Can't bubble gum card of him, uh, and it's, oh, it's worth... worth like millions. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. great, great. Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Ah, the brilliant oh, Alexandria Cortez. I or him. Or, yeah, them. I love them. I recording, think they're great. Uh, the uh, gender-neutral recording artist yeah. who had a hit in the late '80s in America. Oh, what was it called? Uh, it was called Etiano. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, remind yeah. me how that song goes. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. remember that. Yeah, Put the top and, down. And, put that song on. Mm-hmm. Big comeback. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and they, oh, they're really racist on Twitter. Yeah, great. Uh, Great. Melora Hardin. Do I get a point if I actually know who this person is? Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, maybe. Is that less fun, isn't it? It's not as much fun. (laughs) Okay, is Melora Hardin Monk's dead wife in the TV series Monk? Oh, he beats the fuck out of me. I have no idea. I have no idea. But let's let's say that she is. I like that. Madeline Petch. Oh, Petchy. Petch the Fetch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, She she, she fetches things. She does. She goes out. Gets things that people need. Uh, she basically she's like a human search engine, and that's where they got the idea. Oh, yeah, I see. She's, she's asked Jeeves. Yeah, she's Jeeves. Yeah. 
Great. Yeah, she's, she's, uh, she's, yeah. Finally, Jeff Flake. Flakey, flakey, flake. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, he's a psoriasis model. He is. Um, <laughs> one of those famous psoriasis. Yeah. yeah. One, one of them. Oh, there's like a few of them. Like they're all uh-huh. competing for like numbers on yeah. Instagram. Sure. If you yeah. read Skin Magazine, you'll see them yeah. everywhere. Uh, <laughs> so um, kind of a name as destiny sort of a thing for Jeff Flake. Exactly. Right? Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and he's friends with Jeff. Uh, Jeff Itch. Uh, oh, sure. Same, sure. same deal. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. All right, very good. Those were interesting. I am interested in all of those people. However, almost none were correct. Um, And that's fine. Because you were very creative, and that's the point. Uh, Joy Nash mm-hmm. is the new is the star of the new AMC series Dietland, which I haven't seen. Okay. Uh, Rachel oh. Brosnahan is the uh, star of the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, a, a show that I have been calling isn't Elaine terrific, but like, that's not the name. <laughs> I just couldn't think of it, and then I came up with that, and that has stuck. Uh, Mike Coulter is uh, the star of uh, the Netflix series Luke Cage. Alexandria oh. Ocasio Cortez. Of course. One in Queens. Woohoo! Yeah. Yes, Democratic Socialist, uh, Congressional Candidate in New York City. Nice. Melora Hardin is an actress best known as Jan on the American version of The Office and maybe Tony Shalhoub's dead wife. We'll see. Yes, yes. yes. May, may, I don't know. I'm making that up, but maybe. Uh, Madeline Petch plays uh, Cheryl Blossom on the TV series Riverdale. And Jeff Flake is a Republican senator from Arizona who has been at odds with Donald Trump and is now not seeking re-election because the world is on fire. Uh, Team US, now yes. we turn to you. Give me the best, but not necessarily the most accurate, explanations of who these people are. Okay. Okay. Lester Piggott. That's my uncle. Oh, really? Yeah. What What does he do? How would we know him? Uh, he sells beans in England, and we don't see him much. Oh, okay. Okay. So but he he's actually, he's well known because um, of me. I see. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so, so you're more kind of, of bra- he's riding your coattails. Yeah. And, and, yeah. And so I put him in an Instagram beans. story and he got a bit of a following. Okay, cool. I appreciate that. Known as Uncle Beansy around the house. <laughs> yeah. Old Uncle Beansy. <laughs> uh, Lee Delamere. Uh, Lee Delamere, a lot of people don't know his backstory. Originally a third degree Taekwondo instructor after the oh. military, had a 1977 Camaro, uh, and then took over a, his local cemetery mm-hmm. as the head cemetery there and would sing to people who didn't have patrons, uh, come to their funerals. Uh-huh. He would sing to them himself. This got caught on tape and he rose to fame in the UK, uh, as the graveyard singer and now has a, a little compilation album that he's released, mainly old sad songs, but Every once in a while, we need that, too. So you wrote this guy's Wikipedia page. Yeah. Well, I read it. Okay. <laughs> you read it. And you, uh, and you kept, you, you retained. I appreciate it. Seton Sluice. Uh, so this is actually, it's more infamous. Um, he mm-hmm. went in and stole children. Yeah. Um, from across the country, just but but them. honestly, then just put them in playgrounds, so yeah. it was confusing. Right. Yeah, yeah. M- most New, commonly, different playgrounds that they different weren't playground. used to. Yeah, they yeah. were. So it took a little while to find them, but they were having sure. a blast. Right. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Rose to fame as well for him because of those actions. He inspired, I, I think, if I'm correct, two if not three of the Harry Potter characters. Obviously, on the on the on the dark arts side, sure. Yeah. Sure, uh, sure, on sure. name alone, yeah. Slytherin. Yeah. Uh, Bishop Stortford. So what happened here is that if we're familiar with um, being a cuck, he's a very famous cuck. Mm-hmm. He, yes. Uh, he was married to a, a socialite, and yeah. um, the socialite had an affair. Right. With, cucked him right out. Cucked right. him. And, and, you know, honestly, they caught it on tape, and, and she was, published the tape right. herself that's, to that's really you become, cuck him. That's, that's your worldwide yeah. cuck right yeah, there. Yeah, so he's yeah. a famous yeah. cuck. Wow. All right. Uh, Preston Park. Right. So Preston Park, actually, he... 
he lost his mind and he streaked mm-hmm. through all of London. Right. Um, but people got into it because he had just a beautiful body. Right. Sure. Right. Became more of a liberating. Yeah. Sense. Like uh, I think if he'd maybe done it a little differently, it could right. have been off-putting. But it actually really revitalized the city. Right. Because sure. he had recently been dumped. The reason he went streaking, he had been dumped, and right. he's one of those lights-off sexers people. Oh. Mm-hmm. And uh, he wanted her back so badly. He proved this is how okay I am yes. with my he body. He reclaimed uh-huh. his yes, body. Yes. Yes. And and said I, not only. I'd be willing to have sex in the light if you come back. I'll I'll be, I'll be oh, nude anywhere. anywhere. Yeah. Uh, but really ended up finding out it was more about him, and it liberated him, and the relationship and had its own issues. Like surprisingly fast too. Oh, very so that fast. That was exciting yeah, uh-huh. in yeah. its own right. Yeah, people uh-huh. who have timed him have said he could have gone pro, but yeah. now he's just pro with his own love. Running shoes or just bare feet? Oh, bare, oh, bare feet. feet. Yeah, of course. He was completely nude. Flintstones. It okay. Lady Wellfields. Lady Wellfields. So she invented a very popular doll that mm-hmm. she actually named after herself called Little Lady Wellfields. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and the children, I mean, this thing is like flying off the mm-hmm. shelves mm-hmm. because she's a little sassy little lady right. doll right. who will say to you, clean up. Yeah. You and know, then, like, that's her catchphrase. And then, and clean up. Clean up. And then we'll ask you rhetorical questions that no matter how you answer, that she gets mad at you. Like, right. do you think I should get bangs? And then, and, yeah, yeah, and then it's like, you're the horrid. Ma- right, exactly. Right. It's, yeah. Okay. The kids can't get enough. Can't get yeah. enough of it. I mean, that's my favorite thing in the world, especially, God, when I was a kid, I mm-hmm. loved to be sassed back by yeah. adults. I love when the rules are constantly changing. That's about the what best. I can and can't that's say. how you feel secure. Just makes you feel good. It makes <laughs> each day a new adventure. Finally, Manchester Piccadilly. This is a famous uh, hippopotamus mm-hmm. uh-huh. that um, escaped from the zoo. Which zoo? Um, the big, the big one, the big, the big Ben, zoo. the big Ben, the big, big ben, ben Zoo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Big Ben Zoo is the BBZ. The BBZ. The BBZ. Yeah. The BBZ. Fair enough. Yeah, You know, historically, hippopotamuses actually kill more people than sharks. It's a thing that might be true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and so. This was really interesting because this was a very friendly hippo, mm-hmm. and people were actually able to come up and feed him and pet him, and and so he became a, a local celebrity. Yeah, kind of like a sacred cow, but a sacred hippo to, yeah. to the uh-huh. to, to the people of England. I they brought it. him back to the BBC though, and then he he um, stopped eating and died. Yeah, oh. that was the sad turn. Sometimes yeah, you is. just gotta let people be. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and then hippos too. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, well there you go. Uh, those were great biographies. <laughs> I will tell you, uh, Lester Piggott is a retired professional horse jockey and the rest are places right oh. uk oh yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, the rest are places the rest yeah. are places, <laughs> places. Yeah. Yeah. I walk oh my we got dog duped. in in ladywell fields that's where i walk my parents dog so, oh. so, yeah. and i have been to manchester piccadilly it's mm. a train station <laughs> i thought they were weird yeah they were definitely weird <laughs> Even but you know what those are some weird yeah. names you picked people. up the ball and you fucking ran with it and it's the day before our nation's birthday and so i'm giving it to you u.s you are the greatest country in the world you've won we'll take Woo! a sympathy win yeah no it was really honestly it was well deserved team uk also a very good job that's okay. Once you Ben Zoo, they were just, you know. Yeah, it was really, it was all over. It was Big all Ben Zoo, I'm just, I'm just going to think about that. I'm just going to go and stare at the clock, which is currently wrapped. Oh, yeah. Like, you, know, you know Big Ben's out of action at the moment? I did oh, not no. know that. Why? No. Um, they're doing Brexit on it. I don't know. They're doing something <laughs> really bad to it. Yeah. And it's under canvas and scaffolding. And it's just, it sort of destroys the skyline, which is the only thing that is wow. nice about London. No more hippos. How much longer? It's like a year. A year is it? Yeah. Wow. Because oh, wow. they can't. They the, the, the interesting thing is they had to turn off the bongs because they couldn't have um, builders working inside oh, yeah. and they might mm. be affected. And then sure. I came up with the idea of well, just hire deaf builders. Ah. 
and <laughs> no one's gone with my idea. <laughs> How many people did you tell about the idea? <laughs> I mean, I've just been running up and down Oxford Street, okay. in the backyard, Good. shouting wow. "Deaf builders!" and uh, yeah, nothing. nothing. Well, if you if yeah. you're running up Brexit. there, if you're running Oxford Street and you see a man naked, he's just trying to get his relationship back. Yeah. <laughs> Preston Park. Yeah, yeah. Good old Preston. Good old Park. pee-pee. Mm. Yeah. Now, before we finish, uh, do you guys have anything you want to plug? And then to offset the ego karma, something someone else did that you want the world to know about. Daniel Van Kirk, we will start with you. Uh, I would like, this is going to come in August, correct? Correct. Okay, I would like to uh, let everybody know, I will be at the Petalama Petaluma Comedy Festival. Uh-huh. Always a great reason to go up to that part of Northern California, Central California. Uh, I'll be up there doing a live podcast of my show, Dumb People Town, that I do with the Sklar Brothers, yeah. as well as doing a night of stand-up comedy. Great. So I welcome everybody to that. And then I will be doing dates this fall in and around the uh, south-southeast of our country. Cool. And you can go to DanielVanKirk.com or at DanielVanKirk on any social media Great. and follow it there. Cool. As far, else did. as far as anything else that I would like to bring anybody else's attention to, I will tweet this out. If you, if you, you might have to go back a little bit in my timeline, but um, I've always been anti-drone. Yeah. Not anti, but more like, come on, put your drone away. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> until I recently saw a video of someone who captured a baby whale swim up to the beach like very close to the water break and swim around almost like waiting for someone to come play with it like around people no one knew this no one knew the baby whale was there at all and then it just kind of like swims away it was so curious as to all the people swimming yeah and i just i'm like it's 55 seconds long i applaud the person who captured it because there are times in our life where we just need to watch a baby whale swim and want to have fun at the beach i'm gonna need you to send me that i will i will for sure i never thought to just promote a YouTube video that you didn't make. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I was like, oh, this is when a drone was yeah. worth every penny. Yeah. Yeah. That it's, sounds, it's beautiful to watch. That sounds beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I would eat my words for that. For sure. <laughs> for sure. Like, by the way, I, like, I fucking hate it when I'm at a show, when I'm at like a concert and people put their phones up. Yeah. But I won't fucking watch that footage of other people's. <laughs> like, have you done that? Like, go down. Well, yes. No. Yeah. It's, you get some good, you see some in stores in mm-hmm. cities that you've never been to. Mm hmm. Get a good seat at a concert you weren't at. Allison Raskin. Yes, so I'm promoting uh, my scripted soap opera podcast, Gossip. Um, It's available wherever you listen. You can also binge it on Stitcher Premium using the promo code GOSSIP. Mm -hmm. Um, I wrote, directed, star in it, and it's all I have. So please subscribe. (laughs) Oh, I can't wait to check that out. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Um, And then in terms of promoting something else, I just finished this book that I love, but I don't remember who the author is. I'm a horrible person. But it was called Lie to Me, um, and it was I was riveted. Really? Uh, yeah, I read it real quick, and I enjoyed every second of it. Great. I hope okay. that's what it's called. Lied to, it was probably <laughs> Lied to Me by Either, somebody. Please okay. lie to me. I think it's just called Lie to Me. Okay. okay. I'll do a Google after. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Our researcher, a- our researcher is sounding off. It might be Lie to Me by J.T. Ellison. No, I don't no. know. I maybe who is it new? Uh, it came out in 2017. Oh yeah, great! Read that. Okay, it's wonder. I said no. <laughs> I read on a Kindle, so I never get to see the cover, sure, so sure, then yeah, I forget yeah. what I'm reading. I but gotcha. it was excellent. Okay, very good. So, just ask around. For that yeah, book. <laughs> to see if anyone else has read lately. Sure, Sarah Morgan, what you got? Uh, I would like to promote uh, Max Fun's uh, new narrative uh, comedy called Bubble. Uh-huh. Um, which I, which which is it, it's out and I think and the episode I wrote is episode five um, so that will be out by the time you listen but the internet is forever uh, right. yes I wrote one episode of it it's brilliant um, I, the whole thing is sort of a sci-fi 
uh, comedy thing uh, based with a sort of synthetic version of our, our lives now. Uh, and I wrote an episode based around a fake, fake British pub like you have out there in America. Great. Uh, you had a pub quiz. Yeah. Nice. Uh, and, and Morrissey's in it. A fake Morrissey is in it. So It isn't Morrissey himself a fake Morrissey by now. Mm. Well, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And um, something someone else did. And something someone else did. Um, I, everyone should listen to a podcast called Dear Joan and Jerrica, which is uh, Julia Davis from Camping in Hunderby and all the British things that you like out there. Uh, the, she she does a podcast with uh, Vicky Pepperdine, mm-hmm. who stars in all of her things. And it's really funny, like super, super funny. Um, right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Tom Neenan. Hello. Uh, this is, it's August now, as we all know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm at the Edinburgh Fringe. I don't, you know, for, for anyone who's... You're doing happened... so well, mate. Push through. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> uh, so why not pop along and see my Edinburgh Fringe show, which is called It's Always Infinity. It's on at 3.45 in Bristow Square. Uh, and something, someone, it's all about toxic masculinity. Hello. Oh, great. Um, and uh, something someone else did, uh, I think it's on the same uh, network. If not, I apologise for advertising the competitors. No, I think it's on it. Is uh, the Beef and Dairy Network podcast. It is on right here. Yes. Yay. Our, yep. our, our, our lovely mutual friend, Ben Park. Exactly. And it's, uh, there's, if you haven't already listened to it, one, what are you doing? And two, there's uh, so much to catch up on and it's just absolutely uh, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I'm in some of them, but I feel like it's it's so much, yeah. you know, it's Ben's thing and, and it's absolutely f- fantastic. So check out the Beef and Dairy Network podcast. All right. Thank you. I am Dave Holmes. My book, Party of One, is available in stores now. It's on paperback. It's got bonus material and stuff. And I would recommend the new album by Dawes. It's called oh. Passwords. It's uh, It very much speaks to our moment in America right now. It's like uh, It feels like something would, that would be made in Laurel Canyon in 1976 or something. It's, uh, it is absolutely delightful. Passwords by nice. Dawes. Uh, all right. Dan Van Kirk, Allison Raskin, Sarah Morgan, Tom Neenan, thank you for playing International Waters. And you there with the headphones. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time on International Waters. Goodbye. You have been listening to <laughs> International Waters uh, with me, Dave Holmes, playing with Dan Van Kirk. Yes. Allison Raskin. Hi. Sarah Morgan. Yay. And Tom Meenan. <laughs> Whoa, it's too hot. Yeah. <laughs> We're dying. Our, our theme music is USA versus White Noise by Ladytron. Thanks to them for letting us use it. Uh, if you haven't yet left us a glowing five-star review on Apple Podcasts, please do it. It helps us get the word out to new listeners, and it is uh, good for uh, information. Uh, the show was recorded at Guilt Free Post in London by John Purcell Shackleton and at Max Fun HQ in Los Angeles. The script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts. Our producers Woo! are Christian Duenas. Welcome back. And Laura Swisher. And uh, we all want to smooch with you. Bye. (laughs) Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.